Gitin daf mem gimal, the last thing we were discussing was the status of an Eved who was freed but no get shihrur. We discussed his status in regards to uh, the 30 kesef. We discussed his uh, his status, like if his tooth uh, was, was knocked out. We discussed if does he eat teruma. Then we discussed the last question, which was, if the master sold the Eved Dafka for the 30 uh, silver coins he would get if a bull gored him and killed him. And the question goes according to Rabbi Meir who holds a person can buy something that's not in this world. And the question goes according to Rabbi Meir who holds that a person cannot buy something that's not in this world. And with that we are starting Mem Gimel Amud Aleph five lines in where it's in the middle of the line where it says Amar Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba is going to bring a proof that it's not a sale. And Tashema. Now it says Vilid Bait. The actual pasuk by Kohen uh, giving out Tirumat to people in his house is uh, anything that is Kinyan Kaspo, which is like a slave, Vilid Beto, a child born to a slave. So it says Vilid Bait. Matamudama, what's it coming to tell me? Im Kinyan Kesef Ochel. If a regular slave eats Yalid Bait, local Shekin, and something born in his house, all the more so should be able to eat Ruma. But Ilu Ken. If I would have learned that of a kalvachomer, haiti omer makinyan kesef sheesh bo shave kesef, would have said, Ayavid is worth money. Right? That's why I bought him. And that's tafka ochel. Then he could eat ruma. Afyalid bait depends. Sheesh bo shave kesef ochel. If he could work, if he could make some money for me, then he could eat ruma. Otherwise, if he's, uh, let's say, lame, he can't walk, or he can't work, or he's really disgusting, he can't even serve me, then he shouldn't be able to, uh, to eat ruma. Even though he's worthless, he could still eat ruma. It doesn't make a difference what's his status. Fine, okay, I understand that. He'll always ochel. He can always eat rumad. That doesn't make a difference if he could work or not, if he's worth uh, something or not. However, kinyan kesef, but a slave yesh boshave kesef. If he makes money, if he works, he's worth something. Then ochel and boshave kesef and ochel. But if he's not worth money, maybe he doesn't eat. Tamud lomar kinyan kaspov vilid beto. It says, Kinyan Kaspov, both of them. My elite bite, Afal Pisha, and no Shaveklum, the same thing. A elite bite, even though he's worthless, still Ochel, Af Kinyan Kaspov, same thing with the actual slave that you bought, Afal Pisha, no Shaveklum, still Ochel. Now, and if you hold that a slave that was sold just for the fine, the 30 Kesef, May, uh, that's a good sale. Is there really an Ayavid that's worthless? Every Ayavid would be sold for, I don't know, for a pruta. So this way, anyone will take that deal. Give a pruta, and if something happens to him with the, with the bull goring him and dying, he'll get 30 kesef. Anyone will take that bat. So the Gemara says, In, yes, there is a, there is a case. There's Ika Ayavid Terefa, and Ayavid Terefa is considered as if he's dead. That means uh, something he is fatally wrong with him, and he's going to die anyways. And therefore, if a shore gores him, he wouldn't be hayav because he's considered terefa, he's considered dead anyways. There's no 30 kesef in that situation. But the Gemara says, yeah, but okay, whatever time he has left, he could serve him a little bit. No, so we said, we're talking about a situation where not only is it terefa, 
He's so disgusting. He's a minuval, mukesh, hain, all over himself. You wouldn't even want him anywhere near you. And therefore, even for the slightest uh, serving, he wouldn't, you wouldn't want him next to you. So, Ibayalehu. This half-half guy, he's a bat horin, what would be the halacha? Does the kiddushin halo not imtim selomar? If you want to say ben Israel, regular Israel, amar lebat Israel, who's told the regular Israel, hitkachil hatsim mekudeshet, can you, uh, will you half marry me, right? Your hare at hatsim mekudeshet to me. If you want to say it's Mekudeshet, okay, because the Hazali Kule, really she's Ra'ui to marry him entirely. So therefore the Kiddushin is Hal. Halo Hazali Kule, but this Bat Israel, she's not Ra'ui to this half Ivid fully, and it shouldn't count. On the other hand, if you want to say Ben Israel is Mekudesh, half a woman is not Mekudeshet. Why? Because the Shi'er Bekinyano, because you could have fully got married, you didn't fully get married, you left off some of the kinyan that could have been made. But he did whatever he possibly can in his power, meaning the entire part of him, the entire Ben-Horin part of him that could get married to this woman, he got married, he did. So maybe it should work. Nice, so what would be the halacha? Here's a braita. To tell me that she's mekudesh. Tashema hemit mishe hetzio ayev hetzio ben horin. If a shor muad kills a uh, this half ayev half ben horin, noten hatsi knas lerabov hatsi kofer leroshav. He would give half of the punishment, the fine, which is fifteen out of thirty shekel, to his master, and the other half of the kofer, whatever he's worth as a slave, to the uh, to the yoroshim of this ayev. Navi amart kiddushav lav kiddushin. Now, if you want to tell me it's Kiddushin or not Kiddushin, Yoshin Menade. Where did he get the Yoshin from? And Ayved has no Yehus, which means if he has a child, the child doesn't count after him. So, Amar Terefa. We're saying that this Shor Mu'ad made him a Terefa, and it's like as if he killed him, but didn't really kill him. And Umay Yorshev, so what's his Yorshim? Nafshe himself, you have to pay him half, the, half of what he's worth as an Ivan. So Amar Vashtechuvat Badavai, I have two problems with that. Hada, the Yorshev Katane, it doesn't say him, it says his Yorshim. Ve'od, Kofir hu, number two, it's Kofir, it's what he's worth, whatever he's been lessened, whatever his worth is. Ve'amash lakish Kofir emishtam ezra harmita. Kofir can only be paid after Mamashi died. Not when he made him a Terefa. El Amarava, rather he pushes a different way. Raui litol ve'enlo. Means if he had Yoshim, they would have been able to take, but right now there is no kofir because in practicality there is no Yoshim. And Amarava, Keshem Sham Kadesh Hatsi Ishaine Mekudesh, the same way a person who's Mekadesh half a woman, she's not Mekudash. Kach Hetsia Shivhav Hetsia Bat Horin Shinit Kadsha and Kidushia Kidushin. Her Kidushin is not Kidushin either. Because they can't, uh, you, you can't, you can't get that kinyan in half of her. And the same idea, darash rabah barav keshem sham kadesh hatsi isha ina mekudeshet. The same way, princess mekudesh half of woman she's not mekudesh. Kachetsia shivhav hatsia bat horin shenit kadsha ina mekudeshet. Same idea with this uh, half shivha uh, half bat horin. And Amar der Rav Hasda, Rav Hasda told him, midame, how could you compare the case of? A woman who's half a shifha, half bat horin, to a person who's mekadesh, half a woman. 
Hatam shear bekinano. Over there, he could have married the full woman, but he didn't. He left over some of the kinyan. Hacha by the the shivcha lo shear bekinano. He didn't leave over from his kinyan. He married. He tried to marry whatever he possibly could in this woman. So Adarokim Rabbaravuna Amora Ale. Rabbaravuna put in at a Amora on him, someone to translate the class. Vidarash. The stumbling block should be under your hand. And why is the a stumbling block? And Adam Because a person doesn't really understand Torah until he messes up on them. And same thing, I messed up on my Torah. I said that the Kiddushin is not Tofes, but it really is uh, Tofes. And I go back from what I said originally. And you have to say, even though a person is half a woman, she's not a woman. If there's half shifha, half a free woman, who's mitkadesh, kiddushia, kiddushin, my tamo, what's the reason? When she was a regular woman, and he's a regular guy, and he only, only got engaged to half of her, you left off of your kinyan. Over here, you didn't leave over from your kinyan. And Amar of Sheshat, Kesheem Sham Kadesh Hatsi Isha and Mikudesh, Kachatia Shivhav, Hatsia Bathorin, Shinit Kacha, and Kidushia Kidushin. Rav Sheshat says, listen, the same way if you're Mekadesh, half a woman, it's not, it doesn't work. Same thing, this half Shivha, half Bathorin, there's no Kidushin over there. Vim the Hashcha Adam Lomaran, if someone wants to tell you, Ezo Yishivha Harufa, what is a Shivha Harufa? She's half-half. She's engaged to a Avid Ivri or to any Israel. She's half-half. And if someone's with her, because she's half a Shifha, uh, therefore you'll only be Hayav, a Korban Hashem. And Alma Bat Itrusei. Bottom line is, what do you see from here? That you can get engaged to her. It does count for something. And so if someone wants to tell you that, Emor lo, you should tell him, Kalach etzel Rabbi Ishmael, go to Rabbi Ishmael, Shehu Omer, because he says that the entire parasha of Shifha Harufa, Shifha Kena'anit, Ham Orasal Le'avid Ivri. We're talking about Shifha Kena'anit, a Goya, who is engaged to a Avid Ivri, the Mutar. Shifha Kena'anit, but it will say here, wait a second, how could you say that a Shifha Kena'anit can get engaged and there's no Kiddushin in her? Ela ma'it lachlem rather what are you going to say my meoreset meyuchadet what's meoreset over here they're not really meoras like we talk about in the Torah harayat mekudeshet you know they're just you know we reserve them for each other and hachanami so same thing over here by shivha harufa when she's half shivha half bathorin and she's engaged to avid my meoreset you got to say the same thing meyuchadet that they're reserved for each other but there is no din of kiddushin in her. And Amarav Hasda Hatsia Shifha Vahatsia Bathorin Shinit Kachalder Uven. So this half half woman who was mit Kadesh to Reuven, then Vinishtahara, she was freed completely. And now she gets engaged to Shimon, his brother, while Reuven's alive. He never divorced her. Umetu Shnehem, and they both died. She could do Yibum and be married with Levi. Who happens to be brother number three? And I'm not going to call her the wife of two men. This is referring to Sugiya in Masechet Yevamot, where three brothers, two brothers are married women, and one of the brothers dies, 
And then uh, wife uh, of that man falls in front of the other two to, to get Yibum. And the, the one of them did a Ma'amar, which is like a Kiddushin. And then that guy died. And she happens not to fall in front of that third brother. The problem is she's falling because of Reuven and because of, let's say, Levi in front of Shimon. So in that type of case, it says in the Pasuk, Umet Echad Men, not Men, she has to, what do you call it, only become out of the Zika, out of the connection of one brother, not two brothers. So in this type of case, with the, with the lady was engaged to one brother before she was freed, after freed, we're not going to call that she was, uh, she was the wife of two men. And man of shach one way or another why ikidushed reuven kidushin because if reuven's kidushin or kidushin then kidushed shimon love kidushin then whatever shimon did is not worthless the kidushed the shimon kidushin but if uh, the shimon's kidushin is, is something then kidushed reuven love kidushin then whatever kidush reuven did is worthless and this is exactly what Rava and Rav Shishat said before that she's not mekudeshet and the first option would be Rav Hasda. Now, it was said, Hatsya Shif have Hatsya Bat Horin, Shinit Kachaler, Uven, Venish Tahira, a half half that was engaged to Uven, she got free, Vihazavin Kachal Shimon, then she got engaged to brother number two, which is Shimon. Rav Yosef Bar Hama Amarav Nahman, he said, even according to ones who say that Kidushin worked halfway, Pak O Kidusherishon, once she was freed, the Kidushin that the first, that Uven had is gone, it left. Because an Avid who is freed is considered a new body, like a Katan that was born. And Rabbi Zera, Amar of Nachman, says totally opposite. Gamru Kiddusherishon, once she's freed, now the Kiddushin of Reuven is now fully hal, 100%. And Amar Bizera Kevate, Didi Mistabra, what I said makes the most sense. By the parasha of Shifha Harufa, it says, Lo yumetu, anyone who was uh, with her, uh, the Shifha Harufa, uh, they're not going to die. Why? Kilo Hupasha, because she wasn't freed. Ha Hupasha, meaning once she was freed, then Yumatu, then she'll die. Right? She becomes an Eshet Ishgmura. Amale Abayes Abayet al Zerbizera. Okay, Utana Deber Bishmael de Amar. Okay, what about according to Tana Deber Bishmael, who said over there that entire parasha is talking about Shifha and Anit. Ham Oreset la Avid Ivri. She's the Goya is engaged to Avid Ivri. Ha Chanami Dechui Dechi Hupesha Yumatu. You can say the same thing that when she's freed that she should die. Meaning, wait a second, what, what Kiddushin was there? She's a Goya. What do you have to say? When we say kilo hupasha means shehupesha vehazra venitkadsha that she was that she was first freed, then she was engaged again after she was freed. Then you hayav mital like a regular eshet ish because the kiddushin now takes an effect afterwards. The original kiddushin is worthless. Hachanam, you have to say the same thing over here when she's half a shifha, half a bathorim. Shechupesha vechazravin kacha, that she was mitkadesh after she was freed, and then you'd be hayav mitanim. But the original kiddushin is worthless. And Amarav Huna Barketina, Amar Bitzhak, Maasebe Isha Hat, there was a lady, Shechatia Shifha vechatia bathorim, she was a half half, vechafu et rabah vechasa bathorim, and they forced her master and he freed her. And the Gemara asks, Keman. Who does uh, this, this Tana hold like? Meaning, at the end of the day, 
this woman is not Hayav in Priyaviravya because a woman is never Hayav in Priyaviravya. So look, my answer is no. Kerabi Yohanan bin Beroka because the Amar he said, Al Shinehim Womer by Barichotam Elohim by Yome Piruvu Milu. Since it's plural, it's going on both of them. So see, we could say that it goes on according to Rabbi Yohanan bin Beroka and she has to get married. And that's why they forced her master to fear. But Amar of Nahman by Itzhakalo, you don't have to say it's like Rabbi Yohanan bin Beroka. You could always say the reason they forced her to free her because people were doing znut with her and uh, she, she wasn't uh, therefore in order to stop this uh, problem they had to, to free her so this way she could get married. Okay, the next Mishnah. If a person sold his Avid Ka'ani to Avid Kochavim in Israel or the Hutzal Aretz or even to a Jew outside of Israel. In both these cases, you're putting him in a situation where he's going to do less mitzvot or no mitzvot, and therefore, it's a knas of hachamim, and therefore, yatsa ben horin. He is now a free man. And the Gemara starts, If a person sold a slave to Ovid Kochavim, yatsa leheruti, he is now free. He needs a get shihrur from his original master. And Amar When does he need to get katav alav ono? That's if he didn't write an ono. katav alav ono. But if he did write the ono, That's the shihur. So the Gemara asked the obvious question. My ono. What's an ono? So Amar Sheshat katav lehachi. That the owner writes in the star. That when if the slave runs away from the person that he sold him to, the god that he sold him to that uh, he has no connection to him. And the Ritva explains either uh, he writes that in the contract with the Goy to show that I have no connection to this Ayavid anymore, or he writes a separate star to the Ayavid saying that, that's it, you're free away from me, you have no connection to me. If the master borrowed money from Ayavid Kochavim using the Ayavid, as a collateral, once the Ovet Kochavim did the Nimuso, then Yatsadiharut, then the Ivet goes out free. So the Gemara asks my Nimuso, what is Nimuso? He, a transferring of the sign. There's a sign that every person has on his Abadim, usually hang it around his neck or something. The minute you put it on the other Ivet, that's it. The man goes out free. Mativ Rav Sheshat. Rav Sheshat asks a question. Ha'arisin. And Arisin is a sharecropper who gets a certain percentage uh, from the, the owner of the land. So if a person is sharecropping from a goy, ve'ahachirut. Ha'achirut means he works for a goy and he gets a set payment every year or so. Ve'arisebateavot, or sharecroppers, or this, uh, this has been their father's uh, job and their grandfather's job. They're already there for a couple of generations. Or a goy who borrowed money from Israel using his land as the collateral. Even though he did the nimuso, you don't have to give a ma'aser. Now, the Isal Kalatach Nashke, if you understood that this Nimuso is Nashke, it's the sign that you put on the Avadim, Sadeh Bat Nashke, what kind of sign do you put on a Sadeh? Elamar Sheshat, what's Nimuso? It's Zeman. If the time came and the Oved Kochavim now has to be transferred, then he goes out free because it's as if it's a sale. But over here with the, with the land, if the time came 
it transfers from Magoy to Yisrael, but still you don't have to give Ma'aser uh, on it. So the Gemara asks, Kashiyaz Zeman Zeman. So you have a problem with the two. Uh, by Ayavid, we said it's considered if it's a sale. By Sadeh, it's not. So Gemara explains, La Kashiyah, Ha de Mata Zimne, Ha de Lo Mata Zimne. By the Ayavid, we're talking about a situation where the time came, and that's why uh, he's free, because the, he, there's a, some, the, the time came that he gets passed over from a Jew to a Goy. And by the Sadeh, the time didn't come yet. So Gemara says, Ela Gabe Ayavid de Mata Zimne Tzrechal Mimar. So wait, Gabe Ayavid... If the time came and he goes out free, do you even have to mention it? Obviously, we know this already. Ela, you have to say, In both cases, the time didn't come yet. Not a, not a contradiction. Ha, by the Eved, when it says that he's free, he was Meshabed le Gufa. The Guf of the Eved is now transferring from the Jew to the Goy, and the Hachamim are punishing him, that you're letting him do mitzvot, and that's why he goes out free. Veha le Pera, but by the Sadeh, you're only giving him the Perot. And the goof stays by the goy, and therefore it's not a real sale. And that's why he's patur from the ma'asrot. Tosfor explains the case a little bit differently, that even though the time didn't come yet, there was some sort of shi'abud where the oved kochavim is going to go into the goy's house. That means even if he's not officially the goy's yet, but he's not doing mitzvot anymore, that's why the punishment comes down from hachamim. But with the land... Uh, even if the, the Jew is eating the perot, still, it's not his land, and therefore it would be patro from Asrot. That's the way those brings it down. And the Gemara gives a different option, or you could say, The two braytot are talking about a situation where the Malveh said, if you don't pay by a certain time, you're going to take a collateral, whether it's the the Sadeh, and the time came, and you didn't take it yet. Therefore, Gabeh Sadeh, even if the Jew is taking some of the fruits, it's still patron maaser because the sadeh is still by the Ovid Kochavim because he didn't take the collateral yet. But by Ayavid, even though the Ovid Kochavim didn't take him yet, but since the time came, it's as if he's already taken and Hachamim gave a knas to take him away, let him free. So in conclusion, when the time came and the Goy took whatever he is owed to him, whether it's an Ayavid or sadeh, that's considered 100% sale. When the time didn't come, and he didn't take it, it's not considered a sale. When you have one of the two, let's say the time didn't come, but the goy took it, or if the, the, the goy didn't take it, but the time came, it well, depends. By Sadeh, it's not considered a sale. By Ayved, it is considered a sale. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.